Iowa everywhere. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Chris Williams. Chris Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Hello, welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is Thanksgiving Eve. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it's the day before Thanksgiving. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meeting Grocery here in the Channel Seed Studios. will be a somewhat abbreviated show, although you guys probably won't notice much of a difference, just a little bit shorter. I am in Orlando uh, with Iowa State basketball. Hassel is doing what he normally does. He'll be heading to Seattle here in just a couple of days. Maddie Van Winks. Holding the fort down. What's up, brothers? How we doing? Happy Thanksgiving. In the great state of Iowa. You okay, too, was my the man. horrible internet, um, was that Williams at the start or was that me? No, that was you. You looked like you were being like uh, sucked up by like a microwave or something. That was me. It was well warped and whatnot. What oh. kind of internet they got there at CBS anyways? Come on. I don't know. I just couldn't really hear a word you were saying. So uh, yeah, well, was You're just better now. You're better. Standard intro stuff. You're good. You're good. Okay. Welcome well, to the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. How's Florida treating you, you as well? Uh, it's fine. I didn't realize how muggy it is down here in the in November. Well, sure. I mean, it's it's Florida, brother. You, when you're up north of me, a few hours, but it's I would expect the the highs to be around 80 each day. Am I am, yeah. am I wrong? To be honest, when I'm doing these trips, I don't really get to go out and do much. It's just pretty much staying in the hotel, and then you go to tournaments, and then you come back, and then you get ready for the next day. It's three games in four days, so it's a lot of work, but it's fun. I, I enjoy it. They're great. It's only two hours a day, though. I mean, you got 22 other hours to just kind of do whatever the hell you want, right? Yeah, but I still have my other jobs. You know, What other like jobs? This. I've got Cyclone Fanatic to run. We've got... Busy. It's the busiest week of the year in college athletics. You think about it like that. You got football, men's basketball, women's basketball. You got the wrestling duel coming up on Friday, which is going to break all sorts of um, probably TV records, I would think, for for the sport of wrestling, which is going on in our state. So, yeah, there's just a there's a lot going on. When do you head to Seattle? Going to Seattle on uh, Friday morning, Black Friday morning flying out there through Atlanta, and then I take a red eye back on Saturday night. So 
hopefully going to avoid the crazy rush on Sunday, which is always the busiest travel day of the year. How long? What? How Dude, are you in uh, Florida for? Does it depend on if Iowa State wins or are there guaranteed games? Guaranteed games. So I will be back Sunday night in, in some capacity. It just depends. Ho- okay. If they're in the championship game, I think it's at like noon Iowa time, and it would lead into the wrestling duel. So what's so big about this wrestling duel this year? What what's so different about it? Uh, it's the first ever nationally uh, ESPN televised wrestling duel in the history of the sport. And that's what's making it big. It's not like does Iowa State actually have a chance to win for once? I would actually think Iowa State might be favored. And when's the last time they won? Twenty years 2004. ago. Two thousand four. Okay, so maybe that's why. I mean, yeah. You, I, I, it's not My just because is, it's on ESPN. Well, that's it'll be sold out, which Hilton never sells out for wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a lot of Iowa fans there. That's they are there always are. Um, but no, ESPN put out. I didn't see all the things they put out a big release this week about. Uh, they're doing a bunch of wrestling. They're going to get into that. But yeah, this is kind of like their kickoff to, I think, getting more into into that sport. And they're using our state to showcase it. So. Anyways, you neither you or I know too much about that. We feel like we know a little bit more about football and basketball, at least. Let's get into these games because, again, we don't have a ton of time today to do this. Iowa is now um, a little bit of an underdog to Nebraska. The Circa line has moved quite a bit in this one. There's a at least a feeling out there, Chris, that Nebraska is playing for bowl eligibility and mm-hmm. – Everything is kind of on the table for Iowa with its Big Ten West championship. What do you think so far? You mean off the table? Like, Iowa's already won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebraska's playing for bowl eligibility, which I think for most teams, most years, that's not that big a thing. But for Nebraska, after the years they've had, and this is the the rest, another restart with Matt Rule, I think this would actually be like a big step for this program. And I think we're starting to see that in the line. Not only are they playing for something, Iowa's not really playing for anything other than another win. And if you want to say Nebraska's a rival and you just want to beat them, and I'm sure a lot of people do, mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, th- this has no bearing. It's going to have no bearing on the Big Ten standings. It, it really doesn't matter in the rankings. I mean, unless I guess you you care that much about where Iowa's ranked. I mean, it's they're not going to be in playoff position so it really doesn't matter that much there either do you want to keep the momentum going to the big 10 championship or um do you just want to kind of focus more of your attention on that what what would you rather have if you're a fan of the hawkeyes what would you rather see happen i mean i don't think you can look past the rivalry like in any scenario I, i i just don't like it's Iowa, Iowa fans hate Nebraska, right? Well, like, th- this seems to me like an easy excuse if you lose to be like, ah, oh, it didn't matter. Like it's built in, yeah. but like deep down, I think people would be really pissed because I think it's deep down you want to beat Nebraska, but I would say this is the least important game of the season for Iowa. It's the rivalry and that's it. You've already locked up everything you were playing for. It's not going to be the difference in some major bowl game and some crappy bowl game. I think it's you're 
can you think of a game that was least less important than this? Like only would be like the openers and stuff, you know. Yeah, but 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 that does become important if you lose it. That's that's true. I I see what you're saying. I still think that people will be pissed if they lose because it's Nebraska. I'm not saying they won't be pissed. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. Like you know the the importance that Kirk Ferentz and that staff's always talking about with these trophy games too, with these rivalry games. That's a big deal to them. It's a trophy that was just made up a few years ago. Is it still presented by High V that they just manufactured that? It's the Heroes (laughs) Trophy. Is it the High V Heroes Trophy? It used to be. It's the High V Cyhawks series. It was just. It was incredibly corporate. No, it's the Iowa Corn. Get it right. Uh, Iowa Corn. Cyhawk series? I thought it was the yeah. High V Cyhawk series. No, High V Heroes game is what I'm seeing. Oh my yeah. god! It makes it worse. Yes, um, it feels look, like they as, just as an created fan, it. So obviously, I, I want them to win the game. Be great. You get ten wins. You go into the Big Ten championship game on a on a little bit of a run. You've got another trophy. You beat Nebraska again. But I, the, I don't see this as much of a rivalry right now. I don't. And I think Nebraska winning might help make this more of a rivalry because Iowa has just killed them lately. I know they lost last year. But there was a stat from CBS Sports Research this week because the game's on CBS that if Iowa wins this game, it'll be the longest streak at home, Nebraska has lost. It'll be six straight losses to Iowa. Wow. The longest since the, I think, 1962 or something like that when they lost eight straight to Oklahoma at home. So I I think that this game is a lot more important to Nebraska than it is to Iowa. No doubt about that. I don't – I won't argue that. I, I still think it's a big deal, though, just because you – man, then you'd lost two in a row to them and they could run their mouths and, you know, that, that whole – crap just like iowa state fans could do to you last year it's like yeah well we still beat you you know and all that like yeah it's a it's a fan thing it's a but fan look, thing I, if i had it my way i would want to go into this game and just put a bunch of stuff on tape for whoever plays iowa in the big 10 championship game just do a bunch of stuff that is going to make that prep a little bit harder make iowa a little less predictable because that's what it's all about, right? The, okay, yeah. they're doing this, it's 80% chance they're passing it. They're doing this, 75% chance they're running it. This game, you can take chances in this game. Put some stuff on tape. Give yourself, a, even if it's minute, just a little bit of an advantage going into the Big Ten championship game. Because obviously Michigan and Ohio State can't do that. This is the game for them. Do you have a feel for it? Give me a, give me a pick. I have, I'm sorry, I'm getting out of the sun here. I have no feel for this game because of that. And I mean, Kirk Ferentz even joked, oh, we won't even bring the starters to the game. I think, what's the total down to? 25? Nebraska's <laughs> favorite. All the way down there. Jeez. I, I picked Iowa to go nine and three, and I'm going to stick with that. I, I think they lose this game. Close. I'm with you. I mean, Nebraska gets to bowl eligibility. I think you can. I'm reading into the line a little bit. Like absolutely. A, I'm going to say there's a reason this went from Iowa opening up as a one one and a half point favorite to now you're seeing it Nebraska minus two two and a half. I, Nebraska I think, might be a three point favorite at kickoff in this game. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nebraska to win this game. I look. I've picked All against right. Iowa before and I've been wrong, but I yeah yeah. It's 
it, it to, to, to me, it feels like it's just setting up for a Nebraska win. I feel I feel the same way. It feels like I always had all these close games. Now you're on the and road against a really good defense. They're starting to purdy. They are. Chuba Purdy, baby. Uh, he, a little bit on his background, was actually a better prep prospect than his brother was. Goes to Florida State. Um, he's playing behind Jordan Travis there. Wasn't going to get much run. Transfers to Nebraska and Scott Frost, and now he's there with Matt Rule. So he hasn't had much of a college career, but it, it's still a guy I've had my eye on because obviously he's he's Brock's brother, um, but he hasn't played a lot of football. So that's that's kind of dangerous throwing him against that Iowa defense. But we have those other Nebraska here, quarterbacks suck breaking too. Breaking news so. from Matt Van Winkle. There is a new name for this uh, Iowa-Nebraska game this year. What is it? The Pioneer Seed Heroes game. Unbelievable. Sorry, sorry, channel. Both. See, yeah, I'm glad both. channel sponsors us and not a not a stupid made up rivalry game. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I guys, I hate this Iowa State Kansas State game. I think it's the. I don't. Matt, can you look up? I and see what Circa currently has this line at. The last I saw was 11 and a half. I want to go through why I don't like it for Iowa State. There's a few reasons. One, they just don't play well there. Two, Kansas State, in my opinion, might be playing the best football in the Big 12 right now, as of today. Three, Chris, I hate the fact that, one, this is still a young Iowa State team that just got beat up. You were there in a physical game against Texas. And I just don't know how fresh Iowa State's going to be in this one. It's going to be cold. I've talked to strength and conditioning coordinators at Iowa State throughout the years, and they always talk about after you play Iowa, Texas, and Oklahoma, it's a tough recovery because it's just a different level of physicality, specifically up front. And having those two teams back-to-back weeks on the road, it feels to me like, yeah, I mean, Iowa State's going to show up and, you know, it feels like it, it like in my mind, I told you when they got that sixth win, I was like, man, I'm thrilled. You know, like this is they're playing with house money here. D- this sets up to me like a Kansas State win. I think they win by double digits. Line is 10, according to Van Winks. Okay. I, I, I saw it at nine and a half last night uh, for a bit uh, at one book. So it might be coming down a little bit, but I'm with you. I, I don't have a good feeling about this game. Um, Kansas State, they they still have a pretty legit chance to make the Big Twelve championship. I have no win. idea, but it feels like they should. The I have no idea who can get into out the Big Twelve of control. Jeez. Um, and this is only with game. a fourteen team league. Imagine when there's sixteen yeah. team leagues. Oh, it's ridiculous. With no division. Like we were looking earlier today, someone in the newsroom was asking. You know, if, if there were no divisions, what would the Big Ten championship game be? Well, oh, it would be a rematch of the game that we're going to get this week. So we're going to get stuff like that in these big conferences where you might, because you don't have divisions, you might already know that this game, like in the NFL, when sometimes teams know week 18 who they're going to play and they're playing them that week too, and you rest your starters. And that regular season game doesn't mean anything. We're going to get that, and we're also going to get these crazy 
tie-breaking scenarios. And I can't believe Iowa State is still mathematically alive. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that's possible. And I'm sure it's a it's 0.000001% chance. But they've still got a shot. You're telling me there's a I, chance. I think it's like 0.07 chance. That's so higher less than, than I, 1%. I thought. Yeah. That's that's a lot higher than I thought, Van Wink. I really yeah. didn't think it'd be that high. Staddy Van Listen, Wink's got you. You made a good point in our rundown, Chris, that Matt Campbell and his tenure at Iowa State generally doesn't get blown out. Yeah. And what you know, what is a blowout here if you're a ten point underdog and you lose by fourteen, probably not considered a blowout. I'm not saying I think they're going to go and lose by 30. I just when I when I break these games down, I try and find outs through my head, and this just seems like the worst possible time to head to Manhattan and play a night game when it's freezing cold. There's snow and crap in the forecast, like to me. And there's the matchup that I forgot to mention with Malik for Don being out. There's no team yeah. in the Big 12 that you need that run support safety against more than Kansas State. And we've seen when those safeties are out for Iowa State, it's a different defense. I don't know. This this feels to me like a game where Kansas State might run for a bunch of yards and Iowa State is, you know, struggling in the fourth quarter. I hope I'm wrong, but I I would pick Kansas State by 14 to 17 points in this game. Do we have any idea how Iowa State's um, bowl possibilities will change based on a win or a loss this week? Yeah, I mean, I think that if you win, that's a good question. A lot's going to depend on everything else around you. But I think that if you win, you still have an outside shot at Houston or the Alamo Bowl, depending on, you know, if Texas gets into the playoff and that type of stuff. I think that win or lose, they're more than likely going to go to like a Memphis something like that, which I'd be totally fine with. Give me give me Memphis. 30,000 Iowa State fans will go down to that one. You'll get an SEC opponent. That's the best-case scenario for them, in, in my opinion. So I, I, to answer your question, yes, but there's no guarantee. Again, a lot's going to depend on how many New Year's Six teams the Big 12 gets. Does Texas get into the playoff? That type of a deal. But I sure. think they'll get into the Liberty because technically Kansas is ahead of them, but Kansas went there last year. So I don't think that. And because I, I buttered up that Liberty Bowl guy, the guy that it's runs all the you. whole thing. When I saw him on the field at Alabama and he flat out told me, I, I want, I can't wait to get him back. Let's get him back. Cyclone hassle. You guys see this? The, the Liberty time. Bowl is going to get a full renovation. What do you think of this? Williams? I did. And God, it needs oh. it so bad. Yeah, that thing looks it like it hasn't been touched in 40 years. It hasn't. You you like to complain about press boxes on this show. You haven't lived until you've been in the Liberty Bowl press box. Like the the radio ones that we do post game from that John and Eric and the guys are in. Like, you, There's barely enough room for the play-by-play color guy and an engineer. We have to squeeze a spotter in there. It is so small. It's a... It's a terrible stadium, but again, you don't go to a bowl game, at least in my opinion. You you go to have fun with your friends, and that's a place Iowa State fans will travel to. These other ones, uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I I Um, don't like Iowa State's chances this week. I'm going to go. If if you can get it at 11.5, I I would take Iowa State, which is where it was, I think, uh, a couple of days ago when we talked. If it starts getting down to 9 in that area, 
I, I think I might go Kansas State because I, I, yeah. I feel like it's going to be about a 10-point game. I just think Iowa State's going to be so beat up up front from that Texas game. It, it scares me. Let's go our top three games of the weekend here, and then we will get into the college basketball as Iowa and Iowa State both kept games on – Thanksgiving Day. I want to thank our friends at Circus Sports Iowa. I'm going to do I, I am going to do my picks of the week. I'm going to do a short podcast here later tonight. Uh, I will not have Mike Palm this week like I normally do, but my Circa picks will be in. I was going to do them on the show here, but we're I'll, I'll just do them later. It's no big deal. Uh, okay. I also want to thank our friends at Terraplex Ag. If you are a farmer out there, you're getting ready to make a big move. Remember our friends from Terraplex Ag with their amazing drone technology. Terraplex will come in and they'll teach you how to do everything. These guys are pros. They know exactly what they're doing. Terraplex Ag, check them out. Great Iowans doing awesome things. Last but certainly not least, this will be fun. Van Winkle, he recently interviewed a Disney on Ice character, part of our All Access. He's the... uh... He's the director of the event, so wasn't oh. actually. He's a former performer. I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's Moana in Van. Yeah, Wink. he was really he disappointed be, uh... because he's actually he's a you know he's one of those furry fetish yeah. guys. Yeah, Disney is really the thing that <laughs> uh, floats his boat, if you know what I mean. Uh, he used to be a uh, Flynn Rider from uh, Tangled. You know who I'm talking about, Williams? No, no, I, I've I've read some Tangled books to Elise. I've never. I've never seen the movie, but they got the big Disney on ice coming up this weekend at the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines. Van, Van Wink's, Wink's taking is, your kids? Yeah, he's taking my kids. Yeah. On Sunday, I think. Yeah, we're going and, Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah, he's taking my kids. That's a good neighbor right there. Um, but I, I believe some tickets are still available to that. Check it out on um, IA, or HiveyTicks.com where you can uh, get tickets to that with our friends at Iowa Event Center. Top three games of the weekend. Hassel, I will let you start. Are you okay, Williams? It seems like, I mean, it seems like you, you got an edge to you today. I have no edge to me. We're just in a hurry. I'm great. You're still, you're, he's in travel mode. It seems like he's a little bit stressed. Take a breath. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm fine. I, I'm not stressed at all. I promise. Okay, I don't know. Just trying to get everything done. I I, I, got to get Mr. National TV Boy off to his set at the time he told me to. I'm trying to get through our sponsors. Got a great show put together. I'd like to keep it to 45 minutes or so, but that doesn't mean we can't have fun. Like, you're like the Grinch in here. Like, all right, let's move on. Top three games of the week, Hassel. What do you have? (laughs) Two guys named Chris. Here we are. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope it's a great time. Hope you have the gravy and the mashed potatoes. Bye. I'm fine. I think I, I know no what will problem. cheer him up. I think I know what will cheer him up. What's a little, that? Uh, the Green two, Wave? A little Tulane fight song, maybe? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. That's nice. And that's my game, by the way. I, going to Tulane. Huh? Did you see this? What? what? Oh, they, yeah. They're, they're hiring. The Cedar Falls to New Orleans Pipeline. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> and I've known David Harris for like 15 years, so now I can continue my, my fandom of Tulane. Goes from one AD I know to another. This is fantastic. The Troy Dannon is Washington. Yes, where I'm going this week. Yeah, so I might run into him. Go, uh, you know Troy at all? Uh, not no, not well. No. If you see him, go say hi. If I see him, I'm sure he listens. I'll name drop you. I'll name drop you, and I think maybe he'll uh, he'll talk to me for a minute. This is my game though. UTSA and Tulane. 
this is uh, this is a game that's going to help decide the American Conference Championship. Both of these teams are seven and zero in conference play, and likely the loser of this game is going to be kept out of the American Conference Championship game. Mm. The winner is in, but the winner is likely going to face SMU because all SMU has to do, they're also 7-0, all they have to do is beat Navy, and they're a favorite to do that. That's my first game of the week. My second game, we're talking Cox. South Carolina at Roll Cox against Clemson. I'm on your mom with this one. Seven-point dogs at home. Did you see the video that went, Pretty viral last no. week. South Carolina home atmosphere. They had, I believe it was like a live sandstorm performance. Even though South Carolina has had a down season, Clemson has too. Clemson's playing much better, and South Carolina's playing for bowl eligibility and a second straight great finish to a season under Shane Beamer. So I think that one is going to be interesting. By the way, I don't I can't remember if I mentioned it that uh UTSA Tulane game. That is a Friday afternoon game. Man, hey, real quick, I got a real quick beef with college football. We got too many yeah. games on Friday now. Oh, really? We've, going gone, we've gone overboard. Gone overboard with it. Well, I, th- I think that's a good conversation. I actually wanted to have this conversation, NFL versus college over Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll get into that after our three games of the week. My top game, though, and I feel like I'm stealing from you again here, but I left you the big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Florida mm-hmm. State at Florida. The line is only six and a half. If Florida State wins out, they're getting in the playoff. But no Jordan Travis. They're going to the swamp. And Florida's a team that's playing for bowl eligibility. And it's been a really disappointing season, but they've shown some fight. They they should have beaten Missouri at Missouri, a top 10 Mm -hmm. team, last weekend. I think this has the potential to be a really interesting setting for both of these teams. I think you should blindly bet on South Carolina and Florida in these games. Just the rivalry aspect. They're at home. And you can kind of save a crappy season yep. by beating your rival in, in both of these, especially this Florida State deal. We just have no idea. You know, you go from being a, a legitimate national title contender to, I, I mean, I, I don't know what they are. We'll, we'll find Our out. Our sports line simulations are only giving Florida State a 15% chance to get in the playoff. Wow. That's it dropped stunning. off that much? 15%. Yeah. Man, that's a hard deal, too, if you're in the committee, because it's like I, I think there's there is no way that you can keep out Florida State if they are if they win. And there's even if there's four unbeatens, even yeah, if they're 13 uh, and 0. Yeah, you, you can't keep them out. You just can't. Just like I, I don't believe you can put Alabama in if you're not also putting a 12 and one Big 12 champion Texas in. Like I saw that that, that game live. Yeah, Texas beat Alabama. Don't give me was, the, oh, well, Alabama's a lot better now than they were then. Don't give it to me. They played. Texas beat them by double digits. Yeah, the results on the field have to matter. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise, what are we doing here? No, those those are good. I, I love the Clemson-South Carolina game. My mom will be all hot and bothered. Ooh, uh, watching that game. Yeah, she's going to be all amped up for that one. All right, uh, I'll start with Ohio State-Michigan. Duh, this is the no-brainer. Mm-hmm. 11 o'clock kick on Saturday. Oregon State at Oregon. Um, th- this is a Friday weird. nighter, I believe. Yeah, you, you might be right. Just uh, Oregon State, a little bit of a letdown. Couldn't take care of business against Washington last week. Did you see they put out the 
statement about their coach. That they're trying to sign him long term, which is really interesting. That's generally not a great sign. But the, another great rivalry game that by all means is going to be gone from what we know at this point. Hopefully yeah. they do what Washington and Washington State did, but it, at least we haven't seen it now. So that's a fun one. And then I want to watch Colorado at Utah and hear me out because we sat in my camper on Friday night and watched Colorado play Washington State. And it looked like a team that had totally just quit. They did not give a shit. And you, one thing I know about Utah and Kyle Whittingham is that they, you know, they've been on hard times here the last couple of weeks. It feels like haven't been great, but I just Whittingham feels like a guy to me that's probably going to be really amped up. For, I, I I honestly think this is a name your score type game unless Colorado has should be different yeah. gear. Like I, I think Utah could win this game by like fifty. I, I honestly do. Utah, it, they're not ranked anymore, correct? I don't believe so. I think that's a typo on there. Regardless, um, right. if they're just well, I know they're not sixth, but I I, I don't yeah. think they're ranked. No, it, it this is a name your score ranked. game. This will be in my picks of the week. Like I'm I'm taking Utah like this, and I, I'm really anxious to see how Dion's team, you know, finishes this thing out mm. because it's it's gotten really really bad. They it. It didn't look like, oh, they're not that talented. It looked like, no, they've actually quit and don't care. Yeah. That Last was a Washington State team Washington. that had lost six straight games. And they just walloped Colorado. Yeah, Utah's yeah, down that, to seven and four overall, four and four in conference. So they've dropped out of the rankings. That's a, uh, what, two o'clock central? Oh, it's God, it's Pac-12 network. Good luck. Yeah, so nobody's going to be watching that game. Never mind. Let's so do our kitchen. Up, re- oh. Go ahead. I thought oh, we were well, going to talk. Well, you know what? Let's save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. Want? We'll save it for next week. The talk about college versus NFL over Thanksgiving well, we, weekend. I we think can we'll, do it now. Let's, no, let's save the discussion for next week because uh, I think it's it's more of a discussion, more time than than we have because uh, I've got a take on it and and we can talk about it after all the games are done. See, I like the Black Friday games, but there's too many of them now. It we'll used to be like there was like there's like six of them, and it was they all meant something because they were the only games. Now it's refresh my kitchen. I'm going to refresh my kitchen here coming up with my friends at kitchen refresh, Iowa.com. You don't need to buy new cabinets. Quit it. If your wife's bothering you about, Oh, we need new cabinets. No, no, you don't. Honey, we need new cabinets. Okay, Brent. That was Brent Bloom (laughs) bitching to his wife about his new cabinets. Kitchenrefreshiowa.com. You'll do it for like a third of the price. I promise you. And your kitchen's going to look great. Um, I'll, I'm going to go second because I'm mine's a basketball take on Iowa and that can mine is also basketball. And, oh, okay. All right. Boy, are you, boy, you're really out of it. I mean, I, I told you guys. I, yours says, forget the run. Start with the Van pass. Wink, help me out here. Van Wink, help me out. Come uh, on, jump he, in. He sent a group chat. Said I'm yeah. changing my kitchen refresh. Shit, I'm oh, changing. Because okay. I, 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 I had, for, I, I, I kind of forgot that it didn't have to be football related. Because I'm going to be honest here. We kind of talked about it with the Iowa game. I think this is the least interesting weekend of games for Iowa and Iowa State combined all season. I could see that. And I, I hate I hate it because it's it's the final week. And it's kind of a good thing because Iowa State's already clinched bowl eligibility. Iowa's already clinched the uh, a berth in the Big Ten championship game. 
that is kind of why that is. But I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more interested in Iowa and Iowa State basketball. And since it's the refresh, I'm going to go with Iowa State basketball. Thank God <laughs> that you guys are finally going to play a team that has a pulse because Jesus, who have they put? Van Wink, pull up their schedule. Grambling's not the, bad. And, and the four, come on, Williams. Come on. <laughs> what was it, 52 to six at halftime? Look at the teams they played so far. And final. I, we were giving TJ shit about it in his office. Green Bay, <laughs> Lindenwood, Idaho State, and Grambling. Not a single game was within 30 points. Now, no, he I actually why. Yeah, I did my prep on it. Like in, I've been doing prep for tomorrow. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's an average beatdown of 45 points that they've beaten their first four <laughs> opponents by. So here's the problem, and it, it, it's not a it's not a TJ problem. TJ is working with what the selection committee is giving him. What they value, they value Ken Palm. They value uh, your your net ranking, and co- these coaches have figured out that it, it is more valuable to beat a bad team by 35 than it mm-hmm. is to maybe beat a pretty decent team by three or lose a tight game to one of the top teams in the country. I mean, you you start, you like the difference in winning a game by 29 and by 37, that might bump you up two spots in Ken Palm. So it's if you can blow out these bad teams like Iowa State has done, that helps your resume. And that sucks, like as a fan. And and TJ, like he, he was he was straight about. It. He was like, I, I look, that that's that's what we have to do. And mm-hmm. until they change the way they go about it, look at Iowa State all the way up at thirteen there, in Ken Palm. There's two big ones. Bart Torvik's the other one, and Iowa State's yep. the number one team in the country in that one. Mm-hmm. So so you know, I, proof, I'm just happy. Is right there. I am just happy that. Iowa State is going to jump into some competition here, beginning with VCU tomorrow, right? And then then who? Uh, it'll be Boise State or Virginia Tech. I would say okay. probably Boise State wins that game. They're, they're a tournament team last year. This and sounds like the, a tournament based on the competition that Iowa State m- maybe should win. They, I think they would probably be an underdog if they played Texas A&M. In the championship, would, I think they're, that would be the only team, though, right? They're not going to be an underdog against FAU. I don't think FAU so. lost at home to Bryant. I saw that. Yeah, I just saw your guy, um, literally in the hallway when I was coming up here. I almost name dropped you to the FAU coach. Oh, did you? Yeah, tell him I yeah. said hi. I'll, I'll say hi to him here uh, later on. I didn't. I didn't have time because I was trying to get up here to to record this with you guys. But yeah, I I think Iowa State would be a underdog against texas a&m but there i haven't is there seen a look the ahead line yet to the vcu game uh i haven't seen it yet but usually they don't do Iowa that State's until late at night or the next nine to nine to eleven point favorite i would guess here's the thing okay. on this one this is a crazy stat iowa state is number one in defensive turnover percentage so their opponents are turning the ball over on 30 percent of possessions this year which is a crazy number Here's this. VCU is ranked like 320th in offensive turnover percentage. They are turning Uh-oh. it over on 22% of it. So th- this is going to be a straight Otzel ball. Just pressure the shit out of it and and see what happens. Matty's yeah, saying it's a nine and a half. Yeah, there you go. 
So yeah, it, great test for Iowa State. the The A and M game, you would notice Hassan Ward being out. I don't think these mm-hmm. other games will be too much. That would be a big physical basketball team, Buzz Williams down there, and that would be a real challenge. I think Iowa State could totally beat them. Uh, but yeah, that's my hope is that they get to the championship and would play either again Texas State, Penn State's down here. Uh, there's a lot of good teams in this tournament. Six of the eight teams that are in this tournament were all in the NCAA last year, and this is a neat little, this is a neat little spot. It's on the Disney campus, and it's a cool gym, and yeah, it, it, it'll be fun. And I, so I'm looking forward to with Iowa with my kitchen refresh for the Hawkeyes. I want to see. I kind of feel like we know who they are, but we watched them play against Creighton, and they didn't look too bad. Like they looked no. pretty good against Creighton. However, the analytical guy in me would say that was also a very fluky offensive performance and all these long twos that were falling. And, and if you know, Greg McDermott, he gives you those shots. Like that is a deal that and and Cricky hit him like to his credit, he was making those. We had to get through this with our brains with Isaiah Brockington a few years ago, where all of a sudden it's like, Oh, the long two is not a bad deal if you make it all the time. Mm-hmm. So again, like I, I just want to see Iowa against it, some like, good Defensive opponent, which is Oklahoma, they're not great. They're uh, probably back. Wink, do we have a look ahead line for the Iowa game tomorrow? Because I think that game, they're really close to one another. Iowa leads into Iowa State, I want to say. Yeah, Iowa is a one-point underdog to Oklahoma. Okay, about what I thought. I actually thought Iowa would be favored in that, but that's about what I thought. So then who would they play if – if they get past Oklahoma, hey, wait, do we why know? don't you pull up that uh, that bracket that I was playing? And we just saw the uh, the Iowa State bracket. What are they calling your event down there? The Disney event? Uh, it's the ESPN Events Invitational. There are so so is is Iowa technically a tournament or is it just their hosting game? It's not like an official because they already say that Iowa plays oh Seton Hall or USC. Okay, so there you go. Oh, a little Bronny right. James there in the second game. Well, he doesn't. He's not playing yet, right? No, but you get to see him. See him on the bench. He'd be on the sidelines rooting against the Hawkeyes. So it's just a four. T- Iowa State's is what? Is it a eight team? And this is a four team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so many of these freaking tournaments. In oh there, my god! Games. And then there's I love there's this one week. tournament. There's one tournament that we've been talking about quite a bit on on HQ because it's on CBS Sports Network, and I think that the championship game is tonight, uh, James Madison against Fresno State, and it has two different divisions. There's like a beach division, and then there's like a pool division, and the divisions don't play each other. Like they put all of these like lesser teams in the pool division, like these really low major teams. And then the the James Madisons, the Mountain West teams, they're in the Ocean Division. So they're playing for the it's called the Riviera Division Championship tonight. But it's not mm. it's not it's called the uh, the Cancun Challenge. And it, that's where they play it in that ballroom down in the Riviera Maya. And uh, so you can't call it the Cancun Championship game, Cancun Challenge Championship. It's the Cancun Challenge. Riviera Division Championship, and then there's another division championship, like the Ocean Division or the Pool Division or whatever, for like you know Chicago State playing Wofford yeah. or something. Oh God, yeah, one of those types of deals. But look, these I are, love this. These week. are these are among other than you know outside of the Iowa State game. These are among the best 
non-conference games of the season. And sometimes they're even better than conference games. It's Dude, fun. Maui had Maui last night. Maui last yeah. night had four of the top seven teams in the country Insane. playing in the semifinals. Yeah, we just saw Tennessee and Kansas play in a consolation game. Yeah, and, and this is what it takes to get someone like me, who's I'm always really hard to yank over into basketball mode. Like I, I am, I'm setting my, I'm football, football, football. We're in the, you know, we're still in the regular season. Get get out of here with your college basketball. But it's stuff like this that will pull me in and, and get me mm-hmm. interested. And, and Iowa going on the road and playing at Creighton, that got me interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need more of this in college basketball. And I'm afraid we're not going to get it until they change the way they go about these rating systems and what, what rating it. systems they value. The Iowa thing, like we got a taste of them, but I just don't know how realistic that game seemed a little bit fluky to me. So I want to see them. I mean, I think they could absolutely beat Oklahoma. I don't. I don't think that Oklahoma is going to be. They're going to be a bubble team at best. So Iowa. Where's could, Oklahoma picked in the Big Twelve? They picked bottom third of the Big Twelve this season. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like as as, as maybe like a fringe bubble team. Correct. Yeah, that's where they're supposed to be. So this will be a that's still a good test for this Iowa squad, and I, I want to see again against good teams. How are they going to do what they do? They look really good so far in the non-conference. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, Maddie Van Winks wanted to do this. I've already had Thanksgiving dinner. What? I've already eaten Thanksgiving dinner. We are recording this at 4.45 Eastern Time on Wednesday. So you had because, to eat earlier today because you're playing tomorrow. Well, not you, yes. but the team. Yep. What was on your plate? Mm-hmm. I, oh, it was yeah, fantastic. Kind of a, was it what like a buffet have? thing that they got catered in yeah. to the hotel? It was the best uh, sweet potatoes I've ever had. Just phenomenal. You guys like the sweet potatoes? I so With the I, mushrooms. I, or not the mushrooms. I, the, <laughs> the marshmallows. Marshmallows, not mushrooms. Yeah, sure. I was going to green bean casserole that's got mushrooms in it next. I hate sweet potatoes. What? I refuse. I don't like sweet. Like, I won't even eat sweet potato fries. What? I'm that anti-sweet potatoes. I love baked potatoes. Baked potatoes are, baked potatoes are among my favorite foods in the whole world. Like, you get me a good baked potato with a salted and oiled skin, and I will eat that whole thing. Eat the skin? Eat the skin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the skin, too. Give me that skin. Should we skip into the top five? Top five Thanksgiving foods? Yeah, William, yeah, why don't you get us started on your top five? Right, well, I got Thanksgiving the, the sweet, your sweet potatoes. Thanksgiving right power there. rankings. Yeah, my what? <laughs> sweet potatoes number one. But you no, gotta yeah, have pumpkin the, pie number one. Or no, number five. I'm going up to number one. What in um, the hell? You gotta you have the marshmallows on the top, though. You know, they gotta be like marshmallows in on there. a sweet potato. Is that yeah. like a casserole? Uh, no, they're kind of mashed up. 
Okay. It's kind of like you're eating mashed potatoes, but they're sweet potatoes and they're very you, sweet. It's almost I'm like a dessert. Lie. It's like a dessert. It tastes like a dessert. Matt's right. Your rankings, because I'm seeing all five of them right now if you're watching us on video, are bad. Like your your three, oh, four, and five are up. terrible. Green bean casserole. Oh, gross. get Number out of here. Four. That is Denomal. such a Midwestern Iowa garbage. You guys plate. are you don't know what garbage is? Look at your face. That's what garbage is. Number three, dark turkey. I like the mm. dark meat. So you want to just you want to grab a leg and just yep. gnaw on it. When I was yeah, a kid, actually, I, I used this, to my grandpa. My grandpa would have one leg. I would have the other, and then he would also eat the gizzard, and the heart, and the neck. He would eat who ate the all sphincter? of it. Oh yeah, he ate the sphincter first. Loves himself some turkey butt. Who's, Tongue what? in it. I think they say the dark turkey is supposed to be a little more moist, moisture, right? Oh yes, it's, the dark meat is real moist. The, the white, the the white turkey is just a little too dry, but it's okay. Keep well, going. Okay, I'll explain how I make sure that it's not too dry when I when I okay. go. So so you got you got sweet potato five, green bean casserole four, dark turkey three. It's mashed potatoes and gravies. Easy number two. Yeah, that's great. And so, then I, you know, I'm a. I'm a pumpkin guy. Pumpkin pie is number one. It's the greatest. That's number one on your Thanksgiving yes. food. I want the pumpkin wow. pie. I want it all the time. And I want, and then Look, I, I want more. I, I like pumpkin pie, but I'm going to be honest. I'm saying I'm going to be honest too much. It's like elite. I said, gaping too much the other day. Pumpkin pie is not even my favorite Thanksgiving pie. To me, there's a gaping difference between pumpkin pie and any other pie <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just a massive, gaping, wide open. Now, difference. you won't eat the pumpkin pie with the food right you wait until yeah yeah you gotta wait that's dessert okay all right in fact i like to wait a little bit let the food settle a little bit i don't i don't want it right after i I eat i'm with you on that like you shouldn't save room because you probably had maybe some appetizers too you want to be able to kind of get enough of the good stuff and then wait around a little bit for for dessert go take a crap make a little more room all right. Now Am I got wrong? My... What? What did you say that for? What? You don't want to take a big dump after you've eaten. I, food doesn't work that food. way, Williams. It takes more than five minutes to digest food where it's coming out the other end, okay? Do you have Not mine, me. Ben Wink? All right. Here's mine. My number five Thanksgiving food, turkey. White or dark? White. Explain turkey? Your, explain how you like your turkey. So, so this is a low ranking. Like this isn't top five. Like these are playoff foods. No, this is this is low. I don't have many dishes on Thanksgiving. Turkey is at the bottom. I will only eat turkey on Thanksgiving. I will not eat turkey any other day of the year because I don't particularly like it. Mm. Hmm. Guy I would I just rather was have dinner with just told me the same thing. That's that's wild. Yeah, I no, love turkey. Well, like you, what? I I love turkey any time of year. Yeah, I just I would I'll never have like a turkey sandwich. I just won't do it, and I won't have leftovers. I will not have leftover turkey. What are you? It's not going to happen. Communist. The thing I would rather have for the main course is ham. That yeah. is my number four Thanksgiving food. Nice little honey ham. Again, kind of you only want it on Thanksgiving. That's the only day. Number three, pecan pie. This is oh. a trash move. I used to hate I, pecan I, pie, but it's it's an acquired taste for me. I, one I, of the, I enjoy it now. 
one of the managers on the team last night was telling me that his mom makes it's a combination of pumpkin and pecan pie. Mm, you ever heard of that? Wow. No, well, I would try that well, though. The best way to do it is a cheesecake, pumpkin pecan cheesecake. You do the pe- pecan crust. Pumpkin pecan you know what? cheesecake. Okay. You make me that a pumpkin good. pecan cheesecake, put a little eggplant emoji on that, and then I'm Of course, ready you're to go. a pecan guy. I'm surprised you don't pronounce it pecan pie. It's pecan. I didn't have it until I went and visited my wife's grandparents down in Oklahoma when I was about mm. 25, but it's, it's great. Number two. This is the same number two that you had, Williams. Yeah. Elite. mashed potatoes and gravy mm-hmm. I, I really i don't have mashed potatoes and gravy very often when, when i want potatoes it's usually a baked potato but on eat thanksgiving the skin. you eat the skin he eats yeah, the skin on thanksgiving give me the mashed potatoes and the gravy but number one and it's not even close this is just terrible is the stuffing the stuffing is elite and by far the best thing about food on thanksgiving if you do it right, and there's a lot of different ways to do it, I've loved every one I've tried. Stuffing is fantastic. So you were talking about the white meat turkey is is mm-hmm. too dry. I can, it yeah, I like be. it moist. I like it you, real moist. So you gotta have you have have a little bit of stuffing on on your fork, have a little bit of turkey on your fork, and a little bit of mashed potatoes and gravy all in one bite. That's perfect. So are you a are you a, on your plate? Do you like to mix things, or do they have to be separated? I would rather have them separated. I don't. I'm not one of those insane people that mixes up. We've got a <laughs> producer oh, I'm, here I'm at work. His name is Noah, and we had a Thanksgiving meal last week at work mm-hmm. where they brought in all the fixings for us, and I just grabbed some stuffing. That's all I wanted. He he seriously he took a spoon and he mixed everything up. Like a little oh, yeah. kid, you do that too. I don't do that, but I could do that if I. If my to. kid did that, I would slap him so hard. I'd slap him all the way to Christmas. I, I just had something delicious, so I just talked about this meal they brought us. It was fantastic. Have you ever had pecan vinaigrette salad dressing? I have not. But oh that yeah, sounds, it was well, like phenomenal. On Thanksgiving. Oh wait, pecan or wa- like a walnut? Pecan dressing? No. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Never had it. Mm-mm. Stuffing to me is the most overrated shit Why? that I've ever eaten in my life. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's so like, good. It's, it's okay. The, the, the breading, some of it has like great uh, cucumber, I'm sorry, celery, uh, bacon. It's just, it's really good if done right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you gotta it has do to it be right. done right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the box stuff. Matt, did no. we miss anything here? No. Can I get into my five, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see it. Well, I didn't really do mine in an order, specific order, but I do love okay. pumpkin pie. I could probably down a whole pumpkin pie, honestly. I've probably been known yeah. to eat a whole pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving once Pumpkin or twice. pie was always my favorite until I discovered pecan pie. I, I, I thought about doing all pies for my favorite Thanksgiving food because I feel like pie is Thanksgiving. Like, they go they're hand in hand. Yes. Uh, apple pie. I'd do like a French silk pie. Give me any pie. Corn casserole. Pie guy. What like is pie? corn casserole? That sounds disgusting. Um, it's like a it's like a corn like baked dish. It's like I mean Ugh. it's like stuffing, but it's yeah. got corn in it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate corn. I only Maybe like, like sweet a cornbread corn. type consistency. Sweet corn on the cob is all I'll do. I will not because it's probably what, canned corn? 
You can do whatever kind of corn you want. It's just like stuffing. You could dress it up if you want. Uh, you, you, I, I put you, turkey you on there. In your, in your miserable uh, casseroles. Like, get out I don't, of here with I don't like green. I hate green dishes. You leave Iowa and now you're just shitting all over your roots. No, I mean, I want a loose meat sandwich. Hell, I'd have a loose meat sandwich every night of the week. I'm kind of with you, though, with the ham, though. I like ham at Thanksgiving, but I don't eat it any other time. I'm like mm -hmm. you with turkey. Uh, I love bread, so I put dinner yeah. rolls. A good I like dinner that. roll. I thought, of, I thought about putting some nuts. form of bread or dinner roll on my on my list. I just I could eat bread all day. I love carbs. And mashed potatoes and gravy, number one. That's, that's so the best. So mashed potatoes and gravy was top two in all three of ours. Solid. And I my think grandma. that was the only... That was the only constant among our three power rankings of five. Yukon gold potatoes are my number one too. Those little what? Those little ones. Yukon golds. What are they? Prepackaged? No, they're just they're just a little more rich, a little more buttery, a little softer. So the potatoes come in a package. Yeah, you know, like in a in a little bag. We have one of it's those different meals. than like a it's different than like a russet potato where it's just that brown skin. Those are good too, uh -huh. but I like the Yukon Golds the best. We had one of those meals last night where they bring it in like five courses. You know, you ever had one of them? But this wasn't your Thanksgiving meal. What kind of meal was no, this? No, this was last night. This was at a seafood place. Ooh. And I didn't realize. A friend told me that you're supposed to pace yourself at these so you're not just stuffed by the end. Well, yeah. Like. I didn't know that. Did I you not know it was going to be like a five course thing? No, I had no idea. I'd never been to a restaurant that nice. <laughs> what kind of restaurant was it? What? Nice place here at the at the Palm. What's it called? Give them some love. More M O O R. More. Okay. Yeah. I'll nice. Have to check joint. it out when I'm in Orlando. Are you downtown Orlando? No, I don't. I, we're in Kissimmee. Is that is that did I pronounce that right? Kissimmee. 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 Okay, whatever. Kissimmee, we're Kissimmee. we're we're like five minutes Kissimmee. from Disney. It's the Gaylord Palms. It's a huge campus. Like, there's a million kids here. You would hate it oh, because it's like terrible. There's this giant Christmas festival going on here, where it's just there's like elves walking around and what? it's wild. There's a Christmas festival on Thanksgiving week. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what? There's these this giant is the problem trees. with our country. Just, oh, my daughter, Cameron, man, she gets so pissed at Christmas promotion before Thanksgiving's over. We're Let's not thankful for anything. It. We have our Christmas tree yeah. up already. Look, that's if all you decorated. Do that, whatever. I don't agree with it. But if you want to do that, fine. But like to have a huge Christmas party the week of Thanksgiving. In fact, let thanks. And this is an early Thanksgiving, too. The 23rd. There's signs all over this hotel that just say more Christmas everywhere it's like they're addicted to it hey wild deal watch this on your flight i downloaded the netflix it came out like 10 months ago this it's like a three-part series on that malaysian flight that went missing yes i saw that oh my i watched God. that uh, a couple of months ago yeah is great. that not crazy yeah it's wild jeez I was watching that while in the air yesterday. I don't know if that. I'm was sure you think some idea. alien came and, and ate it or something. Just some big alien with a big mouth just ate the no, plane. No, I haven't come to my conclusion yet. I'm I'm not I mean, sure where anyone. I, I I don't. It's pretty clear nobody really knows what happened. 
You know what I've been watching? What happened 60 years ago today? Oh, the JFK assassination? JFK. There's a new uh, is there National a documentary? Geographic to put a new uh, documentary three-part series out. Mm. On what? A National Geographic, I believe. It's on the so Disney, you have to yeah. like download a National um, Geographic? I think they have a National Geographic channel, but I think the first part's on YouTube. But um, Well, they're, it's on, it's Geo's on Disney+. Plus. Should be I don't have Disney+. Plus. You know why? Because I don't need it. Because I ain't got <laughs> kids. It's the All one right. streaming service I don't need. Well... We'll I feel like day. your attitude kind of improved after I called you out. No, it's, so. it's great. No, I was just worried about getting you back to work, to be honest. Like, I was, that he's was it. A, I was trying to be a, a good friend. Thanksgiving food coma, maybe. That, too. I'm actually, you know what I did, Hassel? You're rubbing off on me. The first thing I did when we got here yesterday is I went down to the exercise room. Oh, no way. Yeah. I, and I was very out of place. I was with the Boise State basketball team. They were all with their shirts off lifting. Oh, man. Yeah. That's Did you have your uh, I, Chris Hassel signature headband on? <laughs> no, I'm not a douchebag. Um, <laughs> What'd you do? You go on, you probably went on no, the I just what, jumped bike? on the bike because they had some it. Pelotons. I knew, I, I knew you yeah. were a bike guy. Well, I have a Peloton at home, so it's like I can keep going okay. with the you know, with the workout plan and all that stuff. But yeah, like, okay. I was like, man, I got to get some, I'm going to actually go back down there after we do the show and stuff too. Cause I got to, you know what I you pick- could probably do instead of working out to lose some weight, get what? back on your old diet, just twice a day, colon blow. Oh my God. I don't think my insides could handle it. Honestly, I think I'd just start dripping. Uh-oh, looks like they're stirring back there. I think they might need me. Okay. Hassel's going live right now. Hey, did Kansas did Kansas win? Mm, I don't know. They were losing last I saw. Big Van 12's Wink having checking. a rough non-con, man. Van Wink, check the Kansas score real quick. I need to know before we log off. I Kansas wins 69-60 over Tennessee. All right, that was my lock of the day. I gave it to the whole newsroom. It was the Chris Hassel play of the year. And so I'm going to be a hero when I walk out back into the newsroom. Hero. He is Chris Hassel. He is Matt Van Winkle. My name is Chris Williams. Thank you so much. We're we're, we're thankful for all of you. Yes, we are. Here in Iowa, everywhere. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back on Monday. Later. Iowa everywhere.